Welcome everyone to the Crick Talk with Jay podcast. Today we'll talk about IPL 2021 which was recently concluded with the Chennai Super Kings being crowned the champions for the fourth time in the history of the IPL. Now if we go back one year to IPL 2020, we saw that that tournament was the first occasion where CSK did not qualify for the playoffs. They ended in 7th out of the 8 teams that played. But this year they've come back much stronger and they not only qualified but they won the entire tournament. So let's start from the top with CSK. Their opening partnership, Rudraj Gaikwad and Faf Duplessis. That was an excellent opening partnership. Rudraj Gaikwad scoring 635 runs this season, the highest run scorer, and Faf Duplessis 633 runs. And the thing about this opening partnership was that when Rudraj did not perform then Faf Duplessis did and when Faf didn't perform then Rudraj Gaikwad did so you know you always had at least one opener who was just batting through the innings who was scoring runs and sometimes we did see that both of them performed in the same game but we saw most of the time at least one of them did well now in the middle order we see Robin Uthappa who played a few games towards the end of the season and I feel he had some crucial runs especially in the playoff games and help CSK over the line in those end stages and speaking of playoffs we look at qualifier 1 we saw vintage dhoni once again 18 runs from 6 balls i'm sure that brought a smile on many dhoni fans around the world and 18 from 6 helping CSK chase down that target against delhi in the last over so that was great to see from ms dhoni Now in the bowling if we look at the Chennai Super Kings then we can say Deepak Chahar I feel in the power play he did well to get um to get some wickets up front and really get CSK with the ball off to a good start uh, and then if a wicket hadn't fallen in the power play then those overs over 6 through 10 11 overs I feel Shardul Thakur he really got some important breakthroughs there when that partnership was building when csk were just seeming that they need something to get back into the game then that's when shardul dakar stepped up he was brought into the attack and he got the wicket of to break that partnership to help csk get back into the game so bowling wise i feel deepak char and shardul dakar two young indian bowlers they did really well um josh hazelwood as well uh for australia um from australia he did well as Uh, well in the power play accompanying uh, deepak chahar and this bowling attack for csk i feel it was at a bit of a loss with no sam curran but still they did really well especially with dj bravo stepping up in the death overs in place of sam curran now we look at the side who ended up as runners up kkr they won just two games out of seven in india and then in the uae in the second half of the ipl five wins out of seven to qualify and in the qualifiers they beat rcb in the eliminator delhi capitals in qualifier 2 to top sides who were definite favorites to win the ipl trophy and the thing about this kkr side is they had these young indian batsmen who really stepped up we look at venkatesh ayer we look at shubman gill uh, nitesh rana rahul tripathi these players this is their top four four young indian batsmen who haven't really played much cricket for india if any 
And these four really helped KKR with the bat this season. We look at players down the order. We have Dinesh Karthik, Owen Morgan, Andre Russell when he played, Shakib Hassan, Sunil Narayan. These guys, they didn't even get much of a chance to bat with the form that these top four were carrying. And especially looking at Venkatesh Iyer, I feel, in the second half of the IPL, with both bat and then also ball, he did really well. Because with the bat, an aggressive player at the top of the order, really scoring runs quickly. And then with the ball, I feel he was underused by KKR. Um, he just bowled odd over, odd or over or two every game. But that over that Iyer bowled, it was very good and it was in the death overs and it went for just 5-6 runs. So I feel he was underused with the ball, he could have bowled more. Um, but yeah, Venkatesh Iyer overall, debut season for him, the debut games and I feel he did really well. Now we look at the team who ranked first on the points table but then third eventually as they got eliminated in qualifier 2. We look at the Delhi Capitals. Now, the Delhi Capitals, DC, I feel they have a young team. And I feel the thing about the Delhi Capitals is that they've just got so much potential with the likes of Prithvi Shaw, Shreya Sayer, Rishabh Pant. You know, these younger players, Pant being the captain, Ayer was the captain last season. You know, so you've got these young players, and then with them, you've got the experience of guys like Shikhar Dhawan, Steve Smith, um, Ashwin. Um, Kagiso Rabana, you know, you've got so it's it's a good balanced side from the Delhi Capitals. Uh, looking at Prithvi Shaw as an opener, I feel he did really well. He opened really quickly, you know, hit a lot of boundaries. See, Shaw is not a player who'll hit those massive sixes. He he doesn't hit those huge sixes, which we see other players do, but just the technique he has, just the class he has with the boundaries he hits, the fours he hits, that was really great to watch. Then you've got Avesh Khan as well in the bowling department for the Delhi Capitals, ending up with the second most wickets in the tournament. Another young Indian player stepping up and doing well. So Avesh Khan as well, I feel he did really well for the Delhi Capitals. Now we look at RCB. This is was they ended in fourth, being eliminated in the eliminator. And this was Kohli's last season as captain for RCB and then the T20 World Cup coming up for India. That'll be his last tournament or last series as well for India as captain in the T20 format. So we go back to RCB now. Kohli's last season as captain. You'd want him to finish off well with an IPL trophy. Not to be this time. But there were many positives from RCB's team this season. We look at Glenn Maxwell. Time and time again, season after season, he'd been going for a lot of money in the IPL auction, but he hadn't been performing. He hadn't been living up to his price, as you could say. And this season, for RCB 2021, RCB, they backed him after many bad seasons in the IPL for various different franchises and Maxwell delivered he scored many runs he scored a lot of 50s 650s I believe that Glenn Maxwell scored and these 50s they made a huge impact the 50s he scored they were they came in winning games when RCB won Glenn Maxwell had scored that 50 and so Maxwell's form that was a big plus in this in this um tournament IPL 2021 now we go in the bowling, we see Harshal Patel. He did really well. 
because if we if we look at RCB, death bowling has always been a concern for them. And now with Harshal Patel, with that slower ball variation that he brings, I feel that really did help RCB. Because RCB, they've tried so many things in the death overs. But now with Harshal Patel, you know, he knows he's not the fastest. But with that variation, the slower balls he brings, he really did well in those death overs. And he also got many wickets. He ended up as the leading wicket taker in this season of the IEPL. So Harshal Patel, I feel he is also a big plus. Now we go to the four teams which didn't qualify. The first one, the Mumbai Indians. A win in 2019, a win in 2020, fifth in 2021. And the thing about this Mumbai Indian side is they don't they don't perform in the first half of the tournament. We've seen this year after year, time after time again. Mumbai Indians, they don't do well in the first half. But then in the second half, they come back into the tournament and they look absolutely undefeatable to go on to win the title. That's been the story with the Mumbai Indians. This year, once again, they didn't do well in the first half in India. And then the IPL was cut off. It was stopped because of COVID. And then the second half was shifted to the UAE. Now, in the second half, Mumbai had to come out firing from the first game. Which they didn't. And so, the Mumbai Indians, they treated the second half of the IPL as a first half as well. Because they had to re get used to the conditions again. They had to find their combinations again. So, they had to do all of that. And so, they couldn't come out firing in the second half. And so, the Mumbai Indians, I feel, they were the ones who really suffered the most from the IPL being broken in two halves. And we saw that as they did not qualify. Now, another concern for the Mumbai Indians would be the form of Surya Kumar Yadav and Ishan Kishan. Both of them out of form in this tournament. We did see them finding some form in that last game against SRH. Both hit some good 80s, or some quick 80s. But I do feel Sky and Kishan out of form in this entire tournament. That did come back to hurt the Mumbai Indians. Now, the team at 6th, we've got Punjab Kings. Now, the captain of the Punjab Kings, KL Rahul. I feel when he performed, the team did well. And so there's that over-reliance that you see on KL Rahul. Because when he performs, the team does well. When he doesn't perform, the team doesn't do so well. And so Rahul, his role in the side is to anchor. His role in the side is really to just anchor the innings, bat through the innings. And so you've got everyone in the side to bat around him. And I think going into this mega auction, they really need to get that combination right of players who will bat around KL Rahul because that's how the Punjab Kings have decided to set their side up. And going into this mega auction, I think they'll need a good overseas. You can have a foreign middle order batsman because right now you've got um, Moses Henriques, you've got um, you've got Markram, but these guys, they're not really working there in that middle order. You had Chris Galen for a while in the first half of the IPL. He couldn't come to the second half. But I feel Gale, he isn't a long-term option now. He's already over 40. And at this point, Punjab Kings, they need a good middle order batsman. So a foreign batsman, that would be perfectly fine. With the likes um, of Henriks and Markra most likely not playing 
next season for the Punjab Kings. I think they do have that overseas slot available in the middle. And so they do really need someone who can really bat with Rahul, who then bats through the innings. And now we go to the next team, the Rajasthan Royals. So the Rajasthan Royals, they were really unlucky this season. No Butler, no Stokes, no Archer. Those are three of your main overseas players, big overseas players. Butler, such a key batsman and a wicketkeeper as well in the side. Stokes, your all-rounder with both bat and ball. He's contributed so much. Joffre Archer, your lead fast bowler there. So with those three not in the side, you know, that's going to hurt Rajasthan Royals. You look at the RCB team, for example. You take out Kohli, you take out Maxwell, and you take out Chehel. They also wouldn't have qualified. You know, you can take out three big players from any team and they will struggle to qualify. And so I feel Rajasthan Royals, they were really unlucky with the loss of Butler, Stokes and Archer. Looking at some positives for them, I think Sanju Samson, he played pretty well. I feel he could have been a bit more consistent, and that's something we've seen with Sanju Samson over the years, that consistency is something that he lacks. He does have that odd good innings, great innings, actually. But if he was more consistent, I feel that he could really be an excellent player. Now, the team which ended up in last place. S. R-H, the Sunrisers Hyderabad, they had constant chopping and changing in their side. They even dropped David Warner, their captain. They just dropped him from the side altogether, gave the captaincy to Kane Williamson. I mean, Warner won you the IPL five years ago in 2016. With the bat, he basically dragged SRH into the finals. And so I feel dropping David Warner just from the side altogether just because of a couple of low scores or a couple of uh, slow performances was really just unacceptable here from the SRS side. They really just went into panic mode, especially with the constant chopping and changing that we saw from them. Now, if we look at the mega auction coming up, I feel that they will probably just completely change up their side. David Warner looks that he will be dropped from the side altogether with... Um, with Sunrisers Hyderabad deciding to probably retain Kane Williamson and Rashid Khan. So I feel Warner is going to be dropped from the side altogether and we'll see some huge changes in this SRH team ahead of the mega auction. Now, we look at something, a good performance from here was Jason Holder. I feel his performance was really overshadowed with how SRH were playing and how they were losing so many games, ended up at last, they dropped Warner, the chopping and changing. So with all of that, I feel Jason Holder's performances were really overshadowed. Eight games, 16 wickets, and 85 runs with the bat. Those are excellent figures for Jason Holder because he's a bowling all-rounder, you could say, and he's getting two wickets a game. He's scoring about 10 runs a game, you know, he can hit his shots at the end. So Jason Older, I feel he did really well in this IPL and his performance was really overshadowed by SRH losing and the chopping and changing. So that was all eight teams, my thoughts on how they performed. Now let's look at my IPL team of the season, of the 2021 season. So IPL team of the 2021 season, I'm going to open with Ruturaj Gaikwad and Faf Duplessis. We've seen many great openers in this edition of the IPL. I feel we saw a lot of great openers. 
and then we saw a lot of great um we saw a lot of great bowlers as well, some young Indian players. We saw a lot of them step up. Ruturaj Gaikwad, of course, being one of them. So Ruturaj Gaikwad, Faftu Prasiz, these will be my two openers. And I feel that they, I mean, of course, they were the two top run scorers in the IPL. Just two runs separated them. Two runs separated Faftu Prasiz from being the joint highest run scorer in this edition of the IPL. So Rudraj Gaikwad, Faftu Prasiz, they did really well opening the batting together for CSK. And they'll op- open the batting in my side as well. Now at number three, I'm going to pick another young Indian player. An opener, because I feel the openers did really well. And I'm going to have him at number three. I'm going to have Venkatesh Ayer. Now Venkatesh Ayer, he played just 10 games this season. But as I said before, he was excellent. He gave KKR excellent starts in the power play. And he actually got the power player of the season award. So that's the best performances in the power play. With the ball, as I said, he was underused. So with the ball in my side, I would use him a bit more. You know, have him bowl about two two overs at least in a game if he's doing well. So if he's doing well, then give him his third. So... I feel Venkatesh Ayer at number three, he will be a good option there. Now at number four, I'll have the third highest run scorer in this IPL. Once again, another opener, but I feel he will bat well at number four. That's KL Rahul. Now KL Rahul, he has batted in the middle order before. Not necessarily in the IPL, but I feel that he, in the middle order, he can do well. Can KL Rahul. He has the ability to stabilize the innings. If we see some quick wickets fall. And then we've seen him play so quickly as well. So he can hit those quick runs and he'll finish the innings off as well. So that's what you are looking for in number four. And so I have KL Rahul at number four. And he'll also actually be my wicket keeper in this side. Now, if you're looking at middle order performances in this IPL, and there's just one which really stood out at you. And that was Glenn Maxwell. Six fifties in the tournament. Maxwell, he did really well. And... He's a bowling option in the side as well, spin bowling option, though he didn't have the greatest of seasons with the ball. He is still an option there. So Glenn Maxwell at number five. Purely, I could have him as a batsman, but that spin bowling ability also, that helps as well. So Glenn Maxwell is at number five in my side. Now we go to number six. Another spin bowling all-rounder. Sunil Narayan and... Uh, Sunil Narayan, therefore, is the third overseas player in the side now, with Faf Duplessis and Glenn Maxwell there. So Sunil Narayan, third overseas player in this side. And Narayan, though his numbers aren't the best in this IPL, he really had that big impact. Especially in that turnaround for KKR that we saw in the second half, Narayan played a big part in that. With both bat and ball, but especially with ball the wickets he got his economy rate you know it was all excellent so Sunil Narayan will be there at number six now here's the third spin bowling all-rounder in the side and I promise that's the last I'll have Ravindra Jareja in this side now Jareja he I feel did really well he was another player of course who made it to my IPL team of the season and Though he didn't have a ton of runs or a ton of wickets, he's still a dependable player who can score quickly if you need him and, you know, finish the innings off well. And he can also rebuild the innings if need. He's economical. Um, he's wicket-taking as well. So Ravindra Jadeja is there at number seven in my side. 
So that leaves me still with one overseas player, and I was contemplating it between two players. Anrik Nokia and Jason Holder. Nokia really lit up the second half of the IPL with his pace. He did really well. Jason Holder as well, another player who did really well. Um, he was a bit less than Nokia with the ball, but I do feel that his batting abilities do also help. So to lengthen really my batting lineup, and he's still an excellent player. I'll have Jason Holder there in my side. He's great with the ball. He can he can be handy with the bat. So Jason Holder, I'm picking him over Andrik Nokia as that fourth overseas player in my side. Now at nine, there's another spinner that I'm picking in Varun Chakravarti. He was definitely the standout spinner in this edition of the IPL. He did really well. Um, he got a lot of wickets. Once again, he really helped in that KKR turnaround that we saw in that second half, along with Sunil Narayan. So Varun Chakravarti is there at nine, number nine in my side. Now that leaves me with 10 and 11, two fast bowlers. Two young Indian fast bowlers who stood out. I'll have Harshal Patel and Avesh Khan. So Harshal Patel and Avesh Khan, I feel they did really well. We look at their performances in the death overs as well. Harshal Patel getting those wickets, pretty economical as well. Avesh Khan, he was also among the wickets, though not the most economic bowler. I still feel that both of them will bowl well together in the death. So that's why Harshal Patel and Avesh Khan are there in my side. Now I was considering Bumrah. I think he also did well. He was economical, though not as many wickets. He was economical, but I feel Harshal Patel and Avesh Khan really, they were among the wickets. They didn't have terrible economies. And so I got them into my side. So in the side, the four overseas players are Faf Duplessis, Glenn Maxwell, Sunil Narayan and Jason Holder. My bowling options that I've got, well, for pace, I've got Venkatesh Ayer, Jason Holder, Harshal Patel, Avesh Khan, four um, fast bowlers, four medium pacers. So that's that's pretty good. Four there in the side. Then I've got in the bowling with the spinners, Varun Chakravarti, Jareja Narayan, Maxwell. So with Jareja Narayan, you know, you've got some experience there. Maxwell as well, Varun Chakravarti, a young upcoming Indian spinner. So... Overall, I feel eight bowling options, four spin, four pace. That's really good in a side. And then batting till number eight with Jason Holder coming in at number eight. So I feel it, it's a side with bats, which bats deep. And it's also a side you know, where you've got eight bowling options, four pace, four spin. So overall, I think these 11 players, they did really well in this IPL season. And there are actually many more players who I feel did well, especially younger Indian players that we see. Um, of course, in this side, you've got Ruturaj Gaikwad, you've got Venkatesh Ayi, you've got Chakravarti, Harshal Patel, Avesh Khan. But we look at other players. we got likes of Shubman Gill. He did so well. Another young Indian player. we got Prithvi Shaw. So both of those openers, I mean, of course, this IPL, I feel it was an IPL where the opener stood out. So Gill and Shaw, two more who did really well. Shardul Thakur with the ball as well. Another young Indian player. I mean, all three of these just did so well. And you cannot go wrong with these selections. These three, unfortunately, could not find a way into my side. But they still did really well in this edition of the IPL. So thank you all for joining me in my review and analysis of IPL 2021. Hope you have a great rest of your day.